Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. An Erio's original. It's over the last, like, few years I got back into exercising. Ew. I know. I know. <laughs> But I realize that when I do it, I feel better. Right. Janexa just told me that she's from Latin America. I just thought you were from Brooklyn. Well, my mom and dad are both Panamanian, and I was actually born in New York, and then I moved to Panama when I was a baby, and I moved back to the U.S. when I was a teenager. So I lived in Panama from when I was like a few months old until I was between 12 and 13. Interesting. So what we were talking about before we started recording was like what our style was I guess like late 80s early 90s and when I first moved to the US I went to Woodbury Commons I remember it very clearly it was it was in the first year of of moving to New York and my parents had given me two hundred dollars which was a lot yeah. And you I can buy an outfit. I bought two outfits actually nice. and they were both by that designer Jerbo. Totally. Uh and they were sets. One was a red denim skirt and a red denim jacket and the other was like a turquoise blue jean and a turquoise blue jacket. Mm. And they were like tight, so mm-hmm. tight on my body, but that was the style that I had grown up with, which yeah. was the opposite fit of what Right. what my soon-to-be friends would be wearing, which was like right. low pants, giant clothes. And I still pretty much wore very fitted clothing mm-hmm. throughout most of my child because my parents were also tailors, and I don't think that their <sighs> brains could understand that. That makes so <laughs> They're like, sense But why me. would you wear like saggy clothes when clothes of are course. supposed to fit? And yeah, so I always wore pretty fitted stuff. Your parents being tailors is, first of all, it's very lucky. It's very lucky. 
Second, your clothes, do you know how to tailor things? I don't know how to sew at all. Both. Right. They wouldn't let me do that. They wouldn't let me figure that out. I, I know how to thread a needle. I can do a pretty good hand stitch. But I think that what had started off as something that was a hobby that then they became really good at, that then became like a career for them, is pretty hard work. And, yeah. and, and like physically pretty intense. Yes. And so I think that they associated it with like a tier of labor that they didn't want for me. Right. There had always, there'd been a sewing machine almost always in my house. And then when I was a teenager, there wasn't one, like they would do that elsewhere and they never, yeah, they never wanted me to do it. I bought a sewing machine a few years ago, this beautiful sewing machine that's like a desk and they were visiting me in LA and I had to teach, I had to ask them to teach me how to thread it. And I haven't used it since because I was pretty intimidated by it. It's very intimidating to me too. <laughs> I asked for a sewing machine for as a wedding gift from my Did aunt. Did you get one? It's beautiful. I have not opened it. I have not taken it out of the box because oh, I'm it's scared. still in the box. <laughs> I'm scared. One, I don't know how to use it. Two, I'm afraid that once. I do take the time to learn how to use it. I will become obsessed with it. That's, I feel that way too. Mm -hmm. I actually think that once I, if I, if I were to actually decide to do it and that I would get good at it and then I would be like, well, this is what I'm doing, which I'm not sure why that's a bad thing, but I don't know if I'm ready to have that be like a part of the thing that I want to be focusing my energy on. Yeah. And maybe that's what you're deciding too. that. Like, maybe that's not how you want to focus your energy right now. Well, yeah, I already have had my hobbies clothes for your kid. I know. And also just being able to fix my own clothes. It's so to just take something in a little bit, hem up a jean, fix a hole. I mean, which I can do with my hand, but, but the really good version but of then it. I, yeah. And then I would also want to, I know I would dive headfirst into textile art. Like, I don't even know what that means. You have a full career right now. I love it. Oh, <laughs> You're like, it so always goes te- there. So that's, a, <laughs> that's why I started the podcast. It's because my hobbies kind of take over my life. And so I was like, well, I have to like, I don't want them to take over my life because I don't want, like I paint, but I don't want to have a career as a painter and I do it. Do you paint for other people? Um, no, I mean, I'm, I love the idea of showing it. Like I feel like art should be seen. Sometimes I'll make things for somebody, mm-hmm. but no, I don't start with any intention. It's just because I feel like I like the way it feels. I want to see if I what will something will turn into. I like the process of doing it. I have tons of paintings. I can give them away. I don't sometimes, but I feel like it's kind of conceited because it's like, well, here's one of my paintings. And then like, what, like, what if you don't like it? Are you supposed to hang it? Like every time I come over, like, like, are you supposed to, like, I think it's such a personal thing. As in someone's taste in art is yeah. a personal thing. I get that. I feel like if someone gave me a painting that they made, I would think it was just such a warm gesture. Yeah. 
I guess it's the intention with which you're making it, right? Like if you are saying, I painted this for you or I Mm -hmm. painted this with you in mind, that feels different than like, I just have so much art. I need to like get rid of it. Like that feels less warm or the gesture feels less. uh, I agree fully. You know what I mean? It's like less personal. So I have a bunch of paintings that I've never made for anybody, but I have paintings that like, I'm going to make my friend a housewarming gift and then I have the intention and then I give it to them. But yeah, I totally agree. And maybe I sound conceited now by agreeing with you. You could paint your friends a painting of their house. Ooh, that's such a good idea. Right? Yeah. I never even thought to do that. And I love painting houses sometimes. Like I did a series. (laughs) I can't wait to see your things after. Yeah, I'll show you. I mean, I will give you something, but like, and also no pressure like that <laughs> <laughs> no 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 i would love to walk away from your house with a piece of art so well, like that i'm glad that that's recorded something <laughs> well maybe i can take something and then you can also make me something yeah. my birthday is on tuesday so I'll, I'll... i knew you were pisces you did i just had that feeling and i was going to ask you, you like no the... signs no but i am a pisces when's your birthday march 8th okay so you're in early march february yeah. 25th it's cool. It's close to being a leap year baby, but not yeah. quite. I uh, had a year where I lied about that. That is in, of in course elementary you did. Thank school. Thank God you did. I don't know all of the specifics of it, but I remember <laughs> saying that I'd been born on a leap year and that um, like we had landed on the 25th because that just had felt better. Like mm-hmm. my parents had landed on that, but that that wasn't real. Such and I don't know. There were more. There were more pieces to this. Of course you were gonna if you have a birthday that falls oh shit i just realized i forgot to call chrissy on her birthday chrissy <laughs> happy birthday shout out if you're listening to this and i know you're going to happy birthday see chrissy <laughs> number one my girl <laughs> anyway yeah if you have a birthday that falls after the 21st you i hope that you went through a phase where you lied and said you were leap year baby Come on. Right? It feels like it's it feels kinda, a little unfair. Yeah. Right? To not have to not be born on the 29th. Do you know anyone? Do you have you ever met a, me either? But like No, I haven't actually. And I just I was looking at the calendar on my wall and I was like, oh, it's a leap year. I remember lying about that. <laughs> I wanted to ask my parents more, but then I was like, but or not. I don't really want to relive that. It's fine. Yeah, like what you remember is <laughs> What? I mean, well, I, I would lie. My mom would put rollers in my hair and I would sleep in them and then my hair would be curly the next day and I'd be like, I think I've talked about this. I'm sure I have. I'd be like, people would be like, your hair, it's so curly. And yeah, it's like my hair curls when it snows. It's so weird. Like I just lie. Like that's not a thing. But I Is thought when Pisces people said thing? their hair curls when it rains, I was like, it mine curls when it snows. Like I had no idea. It might be. I yeah, I wouldn't put it past us to lie a little bit. To be like really vivid, vivid um teller of tales as kids. Oh, I once told someone I was a ghost. And they believed me. <laughs> Wait, it was another child. Yeah. Okay. I was like, what age was that person? Fifth grade. I told her I was a ghost. You told her she also couldn't tell anyone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, you don't tell anybody. They're just going to say that I'm lying. <laughs> like, you heard it here first. It's like, that's why me, like, the only people who know is, like, are me and my parents. And now and now her. Right. Because we were talking about what our biggest secret was. 
And she was like, we were asking each other like 20 questions and like to avoid, she was like edging close towards like masturbation. And there was, I like that you just got really quiet quiet when talking about it. Well, she was like, do you do it alone? And she was like, is it something that you do alone at night? And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. She was like, when the lights are off, like all this stuff. And then she was like, do you play with your vagina? And I was like, no, I'm a ghost. Like (laughs) to avoid admitting that. (laughs) And she was like, what? (laughs) I mean, it could have been a really sweet revealing for Mm -hmm. both of us. And I, you went to, the ghost route. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just you went the classic ghost route. I don't need this. I had this whole this. plan that I was like, can I know what she's getting at. Can her questions apply to both? And for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I don't even, I want to I wanna ask you more about your lies because I feel like that could lead into a hobby. Yes, please. But I also want to talk to you about what your hobby is. I have a few. They're not very sexy. Great. Um, I would say my number one is image research. Ooh, I, I like heard that and I was like, that sounds so unhot. Uh, what even do you mean? So I, I do this every day uh-huh. and I do it for thir- minimum 30 minutes, but generally about an hour. And that is um, I just look up images and I have like a pretty big database. I've been doing this for about, I'd say maybe 12 or 13 years. And images of what? Anything, like anything. They're, they're, uh, the way it's cataloged is like women, groups, mm-hmm. sets of two, mm. uh, design, clothing, font, uh, interiors, exteriors, theater, gestures, like it is just so Pinterest. It, but it's not through Pinterest, but it is right. in the realm of what that is. But it's like your own Pinterest. Exactly. And so a lot of actually a handful of like friends and directors, like when they put together treatments, they write me and ask me for stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, wait, hold on. I remember I have a, like a kind of a, my memory is pretty photographic and I'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, I feel I've seen the version of this image. Mm-hmm. And then I will spend, I like love being asked and tasked with finding totally. something. Uh, Me too, It's Janixa. like my favorite. It really, like it's, it's like sensual for me. Okay, so I love, I totally get it. I totally identify with that. I love the hunt. So I love when you're like, I have an idea of like, a brown boot that I want that's this color and you're very specific about something, I want to find it for you. But it usually is specific towards like something on Etsy. And I I do use Pinterest and I love searching for images, but it, I don't do, and I love it, but it, but you do it to another level. Like you've been doing it since before Pinterest was invented. Yeah, that's why, so I, I have a Pinterest what I have used it, it for is more for clothing stuff. Like, right. oh, I want to buy that, but I don't want to spend that much. So, right. like, I have a catalog of, like, things that I love. When, right. In fact, this is, like, probably a lame or telling of, like, how um, particular I am. But 
when people want to buy me gifts, which is like, I'm not a good person to get gifts for. I'm a good person to get, I'm just like, get me art books. That's all I want is art books. But if you like insist on buying me something more specific, go to this page, (laughs) go to this page. Yeah. And so I have like a page of just things that I like and you can like pick from that. That's pretty badass that you get. Oh, you don't think that's shitty? Well, that's where my husband gets me presents. I have a want page on my Pinterest and for holidays and birthdays, he gets me, he goes, he knows where to look and he gets me something off that page and it's a win-win situation. I mean, he doesn't have to like go crazy. I feel it's fine. I had said it to someone and they thought it was kind of like shitty of me. But it means that when I open the thing, I don't have to pretend I like it because I genuinely do and I want it. I think it's so great. And I think that anybody who's your really close friend or who would be in a position to get you a present for anything would greatly appreciate that. You're registering for yourself. (laughs) And then you're like, if you don't want to look at it, I love an art book. But it's so, that's exactly right. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, well, Janixa wants an art book, but like, I'm going to paint her. I'm going to make her an art book from me. And so like, I really want that's a, painting a twist from on you. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Okay, great. I'll make you one and I'll give you one today. Okay, great. It's like not a <laughs> um, I love that. I want to look at it. I want to know who, who said that they thought it was shitty or like not specifically, but like maybe they weren't, maybe that's not. I, think, I don't know. It does, that wasn't really what I was going to ask. I just forgot what I was going to well, ask. Well, it was um, it was in the context of I had made it for my now ex mm-hmm. because he would buy me things and I would then not wear them or I'd say I like them, but he, ne- you know, so and it was smart. clear that I didn't. And then I had done that, and he thought it was a great gesture for him because, like you just said about right. Paul, it just made that easier. Yes, and um. I had mentioned it to a few girlfriends and I think they thought that that sort of like took the surprise out of being gifted by your partner. And I was just like, yeah, but he's not always good at that or totally. he's not good at it. And the, I'm just, we don't I am need very surprises. specific. Me too. And I don't, I don't surpri- like a lot of things. <laughs> I like what I like and I want yes. what I like and I don't want to be dishonest. I don't want to go through the trouble of returning something when it's a gift. Cause what a pain in the ass. And like we're surprises are for children. Exactly. I already like did that phase of my right. life where I opened the gift and I was like, oh, wow. Right. Like, I'm oh done. My God, thank you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> like, it's so embarrassing mm-hmm. to, to open a gift in front of other people. In general? I think so. I mean, at this point, I'm like, I don't even know if I think of it. I think about it. I don't get that many presents. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. But I did do that at my baby shower. I opened gifts there. And that's like one of my biggest regrets in life. Really? Oh, was, I love that. I love right? watching it. Me too. But I'm but like, I, felt I just, weird. I don't know if that's like a weird culture thing or like the I culture like watching of the people it. who raised you. Because I like love watching people right? in presents. And I get sad that's at good modern point. baby showers. And I say modern because it's only like people within our age group who seem to be like, we're not doing that. And I'm like, but why? Cause like I right. need it. <laughs> I like my brain needs to see you open. The I know. Thing. I want to see how excited I you see are. That I did the best in front of everyone. Right. Really. I, want I want everyone, everyone to, to be like see that. Me too. Exactly. <laughs> I want everybody to see like, Oh my God, that's the cutest thing. What a great idea. 
Wow. Janixa, she really gives good taste, a good, great so gift. So thoughtful. Uh, yeah, that I so basically want to be it. celebrated. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I guess when I was doing it, I felt like, am I, suddenly I felt like very alone in that, like maybe I'm the only person who enjoys this and everybody else is really bored right now. No. Even though the presents were like, I had put Etsy things on my registry and like lots of secondhand and books and cute things to open. But you are just shedding so many so many lights on my Pisces. I just also like identify. I end up identifying with a lot of people who I do the podcast with, even More if than I you don't. Expected. Yeah, <laughs> because like okay, so John Glazer did it, and mm-hmm. his hobby is running, and I hate running. I'm not, I don't care for um, standing even really. <laughs> <laughs> But he, we talked about running outfits for so long because that's really like what got him into it. it was like the gear, like, like John I, Glazer loves gear. He died. <laughs> <laughs> so does Leslie Arfin. <laughs> I love the idea of having a hobby to find the look, the, the accoutrement, uh, the look. I, I love sewing I because I, I love I notions for this reason. You wish that what play tennis? Yeah, because I like can see. You, are I don't know how to play. I, f- I got the contact recently of two people who would do beginner's lessons. I've I know somebody always- who can teach you who's my favorite, one of my favorite people ever. Really? Daniel, if you're listening, I have really? a project for okay, you. Okay, great. Because I really want to learn. And I mainly want to learn, I think, actually, because I just want to dress like that. Yeah. Which I feel like we, that's like a luck I'm like, for we, me. I'm so codependent. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm the same. I'm like, we can. Like, please include me. Please include me. Please include me. Don't you me. want to see those outfits? Yes. Like, I feel like I need that, right? Of course. And I, I think you can wear those. I, I get it though. Like, you don't want to look like you're playing tennis. You want to be. You want to live your lyrics. Oh, that's pretty. My that ex-boyfriend, sounds- who is a rapper, said that. I really like that. Yeah, you want to live your lyrics. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna use that later today. That's great. Okay, cool. Share. <laughs> That's how I felt about dance clothes. Because yeah. I just always wanted to dress like a dancer. Like, oh, these leg warmers are like so torn up. Like, oh, I just don't have time to like <laughs> get new ones. I'm just gonna. Like, yeah. They're just like frayed, and like yeah. I just wanted to have that. I wanted I- old dance wear. So, I, I totally to get that. Yeah. Actually, I I used to be a runner, but I when I was a runner, the looks weren't as hot then. This was like 90s, 80s, 90s. Early 80s had good running style. Yeah, I was like too shorts young over to sweatpants to right. like really appreciate it, but I used to uh I had a coach and I was in training. I, oh I was going to go to like the Junior Olympics when I was Wait, a teenager. For like running fast? Running track and field, yeah. Like so 200, 400 hurdles. Are you really fast? Not anymore. But you could be if, with the right training. I could be with the right training. Like, I don't, I will never be as fast as I was wow. because I had spinal surgery. So, like, my body changed when I had spinal surgery. But up until when I had spinal surgery, I was like, tra- I wanted to go to the Olympics. Spinal surgery? Yeah. Oh, my God. Genixa, you want to talk about hobbies, and I'm like, what about spinal surgery? I know. Though? I want to talk about <laughs> so many things. I want to know. I'm not going to forget spinal surgery. Oh, you don't. We, we're good. We don't have to. <laughs> okay. I'll move my plate. 
but I do want to know, I'm not, I'm still not over like the image searching, but I also get that because you're a director. So that's sort of like an image based, right? Absolutely. It started as, I used to have a photo blog. It's still online. I haven't updated it for like genixabravo.com. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it's been, I haven't updated it in like three or four years, mainly because it was through WordPress and then they locked me out of my account and I have tried to open, I've tried to go back into it and there, it, it keeps, we're just like in this loop yeah. where, and then I just was like, you know what? I don't need to have a photo blog. I'm like in my late thirties. But it's are you fine. still paying for it? I pay for my website, but I'm just paying for my name. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm paying for Janixa.com, so which is like what five dollars a year or some shit like that. It's not oh. excessive. I just that's ha- fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it's fine, smart. but it like died in I think it's 2016, and so I used to have this photo blog. I think it was born out mostly of a frustration in that I wanted to be directing, I wasn't directing. And I, the thing that kind of soothed me, and and now it very much is, I realize that it's like a soothing mechanism. It's sort of like therapeutic for me to hang out in, in imagery. Right. And I like that. Whereas people maybe like read news at the top of the day. I do that. Paul uh, does that. I don't. I, I can't anymore. I used to. I used to start my day by reading news, and now... I asked him not to tell me anymore, because it was making me too bummed out. Yeah. So now he shows me a picture of a cute animal. <laughs> That's a great way to start the day. Yeah, because I just perfect. couldn't wake up every morning. You don't... Hearing, you, like, Trump, Trump, Trump. I was like... You don't have to. Right. That's the thing, is that you don't have to, and I... Yeah. yeah. I, I actually watched a little bit of the debate a couple of days ago, and... I didn't want to at first and um and I've been having this back and forth with a handful of friends and um and because I'm I, I think they feel like I'm despondent or that I don't care and I'm mm-hmm. like it's not that I don't care it's that I'll dip my toe when I feel like I need to mm-hmm. and I otherwise like I it just doesn't help me it doesn't feed me it yeah. makes me feel bad and just like being alive is enough mm-hmm. so I just don't really yeah. need it and I think it's okay and that's a part of that's a part of the privilege I get to exercise is that I don't have to read news you don't <laughs> if I don't want to I feel the same exact way I dip my I I'll step in when I feel like I I need to and it's something that like I can't not it's boring to me it's a bummer it doesn't put me in a good mood it doesn't I don't want to fight. I don't want to, I don't know. I just, I like, I'm like an artist. Don't you feel like that? And so it's like when I'm angry about anything, be it like political or personals, both, I like to put it into something that where I'm most communicative, which is in various forms one way or another, as I'm assuming you do as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to expend my energy there. Right. And I feel there, I already have so little time that I'm putting into the work already because I'm spending most of it not doing it or thinking about it. (laughs) Oh my God. I love you. (laughs) Looking up images of twins. Yeah. That's what you were like. You were like, 
women, groups of people, doubles. <laughs> I was like twins. She's looked up twins. Oh, absolutely. Triplets. I look up twins all the time. I look up triplets all the time. I like sets like of people, people yeah. in matching outfits. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. People in pets. Oh, Tons of that. Um, it also, it's also been an exercise that I've, I've been doing a little bit differently like the last couple of years too because um, I don't do, I don't, I have only gotten to direct a couple of commercials, but in working in that world, everyone is white in that space. Almost literally everyone is white and everyone who writes treatments are white and every, just everyone is white. And so I, a few times when I pitch on things, I'll shockingly have to ask when we're pulling images, can we pull images that also include non-white people? Because I'll be presented with... What if you didn't ask? Well, I I hadn't before. Uh-huh. And so like, okay, one of the ways you... you you want to work on a commercial and you're it's narrowed down to three directors and you pitch on it. And when you pitch, you like give them a visual deck and treatment of the thing that you're going to do. And if you're signed by an agency, the agency will like help you pull references and they'll bring somebody on that'll help you kind of like write in that way. Cause that's not exactly the way that that's not how I write or communicate. Of course. Yeah. Um, I've, I've written like it's got before. a formality about it that's like I'm a little bit more like, hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> and those are more it's like square. So thank you so much for having me. Right, um, right, right. Yeah, they're much more square. So you have to be like, oh, you can hire me. I'm I'm a black woman, but I'm white person friendly. You, I'm not gonna totally. You don't have to be scared of me because I when I direct. I see through, I see white people (laughs) to make them feel better. I just think is so is a, uh, to me it's a bananas thing. And like, I also, well, what ends up happening is one of the, so to go back to like pulling, having these images, right. I would see that people would use pictures of men where there should be say women, or they would use pictures of all white people where we were talking about like, you know, brown people or, and I was like, well, why don't we just find the people that look like the thing we're talking about because the invisible becomes whiteness. Right. And so, um, it, I think one of the core starts to it was just being able to include non-white people in, in visual, in visual breakdowns. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that if the watcher or the receiver of those images sees non-white people and is averse or is like, well, is it all of a sudden like not white, then that's on them to like deal with whatever their brain is doing on that. And they can't handle doing that. Yeah. Because I think it's, you know, it's like the idea is to normalize, you know, that I could see a black woman, but know that we're talking about a white woman and realize that what we're looking at in the image is something emotional or, or, uh, or tonal or like aesthetic, right. Right. In the same way that we do the opposite all the time. Right. Right. And, um, right. Like whether something's urban or high end. Exactly. Like urban doesn't have to mean black and high end doesn't have to mean white. And so it's like being able to integrate both of those spaces so that we're, we're focusing less, I guess, on racial economics or the like tie to racial economics mm-hmm. and more just feeling and energy. Yeah. Um, they told you it's like not a hot uh, hobby. It's, um, it's really sort of like nerdy, but no, well, nerdy part of having a hobby is like very nerdy. <laughs> Hate That's to break true. it to you. It is true. Yeah. We're like yes. doing something that we <laughs> really like doing like I, by ourselves mostly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me more. Tell me what else. Because mm. you said you had a few. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. So another one that I really love, it's over the last like few years, I got back into exercising. Ew. I know, I know. (laughs) But I realize that when I do it, I feel better. Right. And when I don't do it, I'm angrier. Mm. I don't know if this is a Pisces thing, Mm -hmm. but very emotional. And most of my emotions go towards a dark place. Yeah. (laughs) Most of my emotions go towards like a, yeah, they're certainly all against me and nothing is working out. Yeah. And I find that if I... In having added exercise, there is at least one hour of the day that my brain doesn't do that. And when I come out of it, I feel stronger. Mm-hmm. What's your exercise? Right now, I'm vacillating between Pilates and uh, and rowing. Oh my God, rowing was has always been a fantasy. Really? Yeah, and I've even gone so far as to Google where to row in L.A., and I did that in New York too. And it was like, you know, Chelsea Piers, like rowing, it was more accessible there. It's more of like an East Coast thing or at least Absolutely. something that's closer, closer I mean, to the it's water. It's stationary. It's hot. I, I want to know about outfits for rowing <laughs> and for Pilates. I want to know about all your outfits for exercise. I would love to row in water. That would be the best, but where I, it's too far. Okay, you know, so you to, do it like at a gym. I forgot. That, right. So I forgot about that. And that, that that's that's a, an option that that's one of the toys at the gym yeah, um, that's, that's how long like i haven't been inside of a gym <laughs> so i go to like a rowing class really? and yeah and i do in new york actually there are a few great stationary rowing places where like you only row for like 45 minutes to an hour and um and they set the pace of your row mm-hmm. and like how many buckets and uh, you know, we're going to do this many laps or this many miles, this many meters. It's mm-hmm. in meters. It's a it's pretty chic. Yeah, it's a meters. It's a meters sport. And um, I. And so you're like in a fake boat. You're on. I like I want the it thought to of be. it being a fake boat. <laughs> Did you watch like season one of House of Cards? 
Yeah. It was yes. it was what the it totally it's the machine heat. It looks like that. It's, it's that machine. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like like a rectangle. Right. It's like pretty rudimentary actually. God damn it. It's not hot. I want to see you in like a polo shirt. Oh my god. A sweatband. Yes. I want to see you like you, you rowing for Yale. Yeah. You want the like Tom Brown New York version of the rowing. Because look. you have a very preppy look at times. It's very I'm like mostly yeah. I'm mostly pretty preppy. Yeah, I like so cute. want this like yacht club aesthetic. Yeah. I'm like interested. I don't know how I arrived at that, but I think um, my my father used to sail when I was younger, and uh, and we've been sailing a bunch of times. And I think I've always had this. I've always been drawn to what that looks like. I mm-hmm. think in. Um, there's that great scene in Paris is burning mm-hmm. where they're talking about basically like using dressing up as like playing to the thing that you want to be. Yeah. Costumes, themes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that that aesthetic speaks to a certain kind of comfort, mm-hmm. a, a degree of casual yeah. that is not a part of like the rest of like any part of like living in my body. And so but I like that that aesthetic feels that way. Yeah. And so it like in a way evokes an ease that I don't usually have, if that makes sense. Totally. It makes total sense to me. You pull it off in a way that that's how it reads. Oh, thank you. It's like, well, Genix is super confident and like very comfortable and everything's always fine because that's what the preppiness of like the yacht club, country club, Ivy League is like, no matter what, I'll be fine. Totally. Even if like the worst things happen, which they do, and then we'll just plant it in the rose bush and mm-hmm. everything's fine. Plant it in the rose bush. That's another <laughs> just, good one. I'm going to use that. that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Doesn't that feel like something? Yeah, plant, we'll just plant it in the rose bush. <laughs> <laughs> I really it, it like my feels parents are. So at, I just found out my parents chic. are actually brother and sister. It's fine. We'll just yeah. plant it in the rose bush. It feels so chic. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's how I envision use, you. Y- thank you. Planting it in the rose bush. Just I just always like your the way you carry yourself and how you dress. I don't. I feel like I've never had to worry. I've never been like I'm worried about genetics. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. Now that you know I'm a Pisces, though, right. you should be. And now that I know that, like, we have the same deep, dark fears and insecurities and both don't do anything all day, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> except really, like, we do, we have to do, we do our work. And when, for me, I'll say, I, I do my work until I get to the point where I can't not do it. And then and only then mm-hmm. will I have a breakthrough. But I need to do a lot of things before that. And I have a very high um, tolerance for boredom. Like, I don't get bored. I agree. I don't. It takes a lot. I also think when people say they're bored or, for instance, when someone has watched something and their takeaway is that it was boring, Mm -hmm. I'm like, that actually speaks more to you and like whatever sort of like malaise or laziness happens inside of you because it takes a lot from board is not right a go-to reaction that I tend to have same there was one movie I thought was very boring are you gonna tell yeah Jerry 
the Gus Van Sant movie with, with like Matt Damon and oh, ben. it's an aimless like walking movie. They're just right? walking through a desert, yelling yeah. the word Jerry. I never didn't care saw for it. that, but the trailer looked like it did that, and I thought that wasn't for me. Not for me. Not for what me. Else, what other art do you think is boring? I don't like love like silent films. <laughs> no, I don't love like um, lots of like old timey stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm surprised you don't because I feel like you would uh, really gravitate towards like the rhythm of language. I think it's I love it and I love the novelty of that. But I don't love like sitting through two hours of it. Uh, some movie like if if it's good, it's good. It doesn't matter of when it's from. But like it's not the first thing I'll go to. And Paul has a higher like he just for fun. He's like I'm gonna put on playtime. It's like this French abstract Love, one of right. my favorites. I'm like, really. Like, I have that on in the background a lot, but I have his movies on a lot in the background. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Paul just, I'm like, this is what you want to put on before you have, he's like, I only have like 45 minutes until I have to go to my UCB show. So I'm just going to watch Playtime. I'm like, really? Like not like Billy Madison. It's, it's on, <laughs> it's on. <laughs> I get that. Right. I told that that is totally the th- I'm like let's put on Criterion. We have 20 minutes. Right. Like he goes there. Yeah, I'm like we should watch like a really intense 20 minutes of a really intense like 3-hour French movie. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm more like I'll play cards. Like I like doing that. But I think that's cool. Well, also makes sense that you do that cuz yeah, I'm always going to go towards what's visual. Yeah. Like almost always. And I don't need even to have the sound on. It's just looking, looking at the pictures. So I just want to talk. So you were doing rowing. You do rowing and you, you're you saying you're back and forth between rowing, rowing and, Pilates. And, and Pilates. And um, do you do these things by yourself? I do. I mean, I take classes. You mean like, do I do privates? No, no, I, no do... I just meant like, do you have like a bunch of girls? No. Okay. I, I really don't want to exercise with someone else. Right. Were you way. afraid? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know why I thought it was like, a th- I, I guess have. because I've been afraid of going to the gym. Like gyms intimidate me. They do. What, do you like classes though, where someone tells you what to do? Yes. Because I, I really like that. I do, but I didn't, I like um, dancing. I like dance classes. So like I would join a gym. Are you a good dancer? Like you're a good like five, six, seven, eight. And bump, 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 yeah, bump, I don't know bump. if I'm good, but like I enjoy, I enjoy like moving my body in that way. and like trying. Like I wouldn't I, say I'm good. I'm not but, good at it. Okay. And I get annoyed yeah, I, about not being good at it. Like uh, I'm always like in the dance. I've taken a few dance classes. Like I'll take ballet sometimes. I remember mm-hmm. you were taking ballet. Mm-hmm. Outfits. Um, and I'll take ballet like three or four times a year. Where? And, um, I'll go to Ballet Bodies, which is right by my house. Right, that's what I was wondering if you still lived over there because I, I want to go to Ballet Bodies. Their ballet class is great. I mean, I, I don't, the only part of it that I don't like is at the very end of class where there's like a 10 minutes of like dancing across the floor and everyone's watching you and I'm like, this makes me want to die. And you don't have to do it. But it is suggested. It's suggested and oftentimes mm-hmm. like 
I'll be the only person that looks like me in the room and then I'm the only one not doing it and then I'm feeling like all weird about all of those things and then I'm like I have yeah. to do it but I just don't have I don't have that I'm I've never been a that dancer I'm like too. a runner I just am right. like that is more of the way that I like my body moves I would love to do dancing because I it is fun do you remember that class it's on it's on your side of town I forget the choreographer's name. His first name, I think, is Ryan. And he would do something called like a sweaty Sunday. Yeah, me and Margaret Cho, who did this podcast, were just talking about him. Real, what's his name? sweaty Sundays, Ryan, Ryan Huffington. Yes. So I've taken his classes before. And Ryan, I mean, he... He's cl- fast, right? I feel like he's fast. Those classes were intimidating to me. He's like a bit of a guru. He is amazing. But like at the dance spot... People who go there are like very, very good. And it's like, be who you are and like move your body. And like, I, it just like, it's, it was hard. And there's a lot of people in that class. And even still, it was just like, I did it, but I only did it once. It just was hard for me. It's hard for me to like follow a guru if I'm not their favorite. Oh, (laughs) if I'm not the Sheila, I like that you know that about yourself and that you could voice that. And I'm curious if that's if that's a way that I would feel not being the favorite, but maybe wanting being I need I wanting to be tended to. I need to be tended to a little bit. I don't maybe not the favorite or the best in the class, but like I need to know I have a little like understanding with the teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're a little like own side by yeah. We have our own relationship. Yeah, (laughs) we're right. Like, like you may be the best dancer, but like we have our private jokes. Yeah, like he knows me. Like like, he's looking at me. Right, right, right. right. We're close. I like that. (laughs) I think you might have tapped into something that I. I think you're. That's. I think you're in. You're there. I I think think you're you're right because I. I almost wrote a complaint to one of the places that I do Pilates at Uh because there's this teacher who's phenomenal, but every she's Russian and I love taking Pilates from Russian teacher, like Russian women because they're a little bit aggressive and strict. It's kind of in the, they like used to be ballerinas and now they do Pilates and they're basically just teaching Pilates the way they do ballet. Great. Um, and it's like with an emphasis on the classical and they're like pretty aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was in this one class where I just thought she was being like, she was like castigating me a little bit more than usual. And it was like annoying. It was bothering me because mm. I was like, I'm getting negative attention and I'm the youngest person in the room and I've been doing Pilates for like 15 years. So like, obviously mm. I'm great at this and I don't know why this is happening. And I, I got really like sensitive about it and wanted to write a complaint. And then I talked myself off the ledge and was like, let's not write a complaint to the Pilates studio that we plan on going to for more years. Right. So maybe it's because she knew that you had it in you. Exactly. Was, it's sometimes like with ballet teachers, you know, a jerk. Right, because they're whiplashing you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I've definitely like cried before in like writing classes and dance classes where like my teacher's been hard on me, but in a way that just like hit me a little. It was just like not a great day. Yeah. I mean, and by the way, it's obviously about something else. Right, like it's, totally. Were I, it's my like constitution mommy. a little stronger, right. I wouldn't be getting sensitive about like tucking my tummy and like lowering my ass. Like, why is that making me sad? I know. It's because we, it's because I don't like, please like validate me, mom 
dad, like you're the authority. I mean, ultimately it's not, that's what it symbolizes, I guess, not even to be like Freudian about it, but like it, there is something like, can you just give me like a little pat on the back or, yeah. you Take know, care of me, please. Yes. I didn't do bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a good, I'm a good girl. That's mm-hmm. like sounded gross. But it is that. I yeah. Am, yeah. I think, I mean, it's always weir- rearing, right? And yeah. whatever. I like class because I like the arc of like an hour. I like the idea of good grades. Yeah. I like, you know, I want the sticker. I want the thumbs up. I want to walk out of there and feel accomplished. Right. And an hour is the perfect time. Nothing should ever be longer than an hour. Also, I just think like in our adult life, it's really hard to get those like a a 45 to 50 minute dose of feeling complete. Yeah. That is just you. Yeah. And I think that that's why I sort of, I arrived at exercising again because I like can't, I obviously don't want to do it. Obviously, (laughs) I clearly don't want to do that. But I arrived at it because I realized that like, I was thinking like, what did I want my body to feel like in 20 years? And when I looked at that, I was like, oh, I want to be strong. Mm -hmm. And I want to be one of those old people that like lives, you know, with whoever until like I want to die in my own house Mm -hmm. with myself or my people, you know, Mm -hmm. like I don't want to go to a place. And so... I have to now start doing that. Like I, I kept being like, Oh, it'll happen later. It'll happen later. And I'm like, but if I do it now, then it just becomes like a part of my practice Mm -hmm. and not something that I have to learn. I don't have to learn it later because I am now I'm embedding it into my behavior now. Do you still smoke cigs? Absolutely. And Uh, do I lie to every doctor? Yes, indeed. (laughs) Correct. But I'm still pretty strict about it. I don't know if you remember. Like I I don't smoke during the day. Yes, I remember that. I smoke at when the sun has set and I smoke two to three cigarettes. Mm -hmm. And then I try to only smoke like Thursday to Sunday unless I'm working. I remember that. I there's like a couple of people who I know who can do that. And I think it's great. I think it's great. I mean, I vape now. I'm afraid of that. You should be because... Because then it's I think I would I do. do it. It's, I, it's I was not looking good, at it in your hand and I was like, that looks delicious. And then I was like, and that's why you can't. Because I was like, that looks great. I, I love it. I'm inside. sure that feels really good in your hand. I remember, I mean, being on set after, you know, like not going to the bathroom for like seven or eight hours, like just shooting and seeing somebody do that inside and being like, oh, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> like, I want that so it's bad. It's perfect like, for no, set. Can't. It's perfect for indoors. Yeah, can't. I I have to be really aggressive and strict in that way with myself about smoking because if I'm not, then it would be the opposite. Yeah, I have no self control. You know, it's like smoke. I'd smoke in my bedroom. I mean, I smoke at home too. You know, so like I would then like smoke inside all the time. I would like not open window. I would just like smoke in the car. I would. I can go pretty extreme about things, and so I never didn't smoke in my car. I mean, I can't imagine driving without smoking as a smoker. Wait, so we are going to wrap up and I do, I, did you have an, any other hobbies that you wanted to bring up? No, I think that those are, those are my, those are my ones. I still want to know about your outfits to when you go to Pilates and, and rowing. Cause I know they're not just like, you're not throwing on some like basic shit. 
No, but I'm really into exercise clothes, yeah. obviously. Like I have... But a, you make it look... You pick the cool things. So like what? From like Nike? I... Okay, I stopped shopping fast fashion cool. five years ago. Smart. But... Admirable. But sneakers are hard. Right. I have like had recommendations of sneakers that are like earth friendly. In fact, I'm wearing these Adidas sneakers that are like 70% reuse mm-hmm. something. And I don't have them right now, no, but like that's what I'm your wearing. Shoes. To They're run. like a really cute like camel My Oxford. Friend made those. They're called really? Good Guys Don't Wear Leather. Look um, it up after. Yeah. I love them. And um, so I try to not wear shit that's made fucked up. Yeah. And which has by the way, has created a much healthier relationship to shopping. I yes. always like vintage anyways. So yeah. that's like a place I will go towards and then trying to buy stuff that's made a little more consciously, which is more expensive, but it just also means shopping less and that's totally fine. I don't need to. I'm on the shop- same page. I mean, like I use, I know you were like into clothes. I'm like love, a t- I mean, just love clothes. I love clothes and I'm only doing vintage and small business because same. I, have to buy clothes for me and for my kid now and like enough's enough with the fucking kid clothes. but this is why i need you to learn how to sew because i, I feel know. like you would make such great clothes for your kid i think that i would too you know it would be really fun and cute this is great actually though because it's interesting to not do fast fashion and you need workout clothes so it's there's a handful of brands. Talk um, to talk to me about them. Outdoor Voices, is right? Great. I love Outdoor Voices. Girlfriend or Girlfriend Collective. Okay. Um, Everlane has a little bit of an exercise line. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mostly have from those places, and then I have like my exercise stuff that I've just had forever, right? Which mostly is almost all Nike or Adidas, and then I have from my, running my old, years ago. Yeah, from like I, um. I like hand wash most like almost all of my clothing or do like cold wash hang to dry. So like my shit lasts for a really long time. So I have a lot of old stuff and then, um, yeah, so that's really like my exercise vibe is, is those brands. And I've been, I would be down to finding others, but it just, if you don't want to shop at Zara's or H&M or The Gap or, you know, Aloe Yoga or I don't know. I'm like, I can't think of other. Lululemon. Active, Lululemon. Like if you don't want to shop at those places, you're it becomes very narrow, like what your options are. Yeah. And the price points aren't exactly fair to people who like want to shop like that, but yeah. don't have the, you know, the budget to do that. Um, Could Is it cool or uncool to wear vintage dancewear? <laughs> To work out. No, I think that that's great. I have some vintage pieces. I don't have that many and I don't wear them that often because they're a little like, they're not sturdy enough for like long-term sweat. Yeah. But yes, that sounds great and wonderful. I have. And you should. I love vintage dancewear. I wear it Where are you getting Etsy? And thrift stores and costume stores. Like there's a costume store on... Hollywood that's super old and great and like dusty and it's so fun. I got Mary like a dead stock like Holly Hobby Halloween costume but then I ended up making her her costume but like I really wanted to get it just for (laughs) dress up. Just to have it for you. I really love yeah I just don't I don't even really enjoy like Zara and H&M anymore. 
you, that, that's the other thing is the pleasure of those places faded. I think yeah. the pleasure of those places faded when someone told me a story about some dock where like a woman's at a sewing machine and then you like look under the table and her kid's like in a basket under the table. And I was like, oh, I'm good. Right. I don't know that I like need the like $20 shirt that I'm only going to wear for five weeks and then throw like don't it's you know landfill. it's like, yeah and, and and so many people don't even have clothes and there's like just like it's, it's just so fucked up so I'm i can't like, the, sorry the kids clothes like they grow out of them in two seconds and i'm like never have i noticed how much i waste and i'm not like getting on like some high horse here like i'm not trying to be like preacher or anything i just like didn't realize the extent of my waste until I was pregnant and like the industry that's like everything you need to have. It's just like a really good, a pregnant woman is a great target because we're afraid that if we don't have this, we're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. And then our kid will become a serial killer or whatever. We'll break, we'll die. We're bad parents. So there's so much fear behind it and you don't need anything. You don't need anything. You don't. You don't even need your own fucking tits. If your tits don't <laughs> produce milk, you will be fine. Yeah. You don't need a mobile. You like, like people have mobiles. This is what Chelsea Peretti told me. And I don't know if it was her theory, but I think it is really good that like mobiles represent like when babies would lay down and like look up at the trees. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what it's from. Like they're on their backs. They're just looking up. Before there were mobiles, they were looking at tree branches. And that's all Mary wanted to look at anyway. Like you don't need toys. This is their, This is a toy. Like this is a toy. Like they, it just. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh my God. And the clothes, they just outgrow them so fast. And I'm like, you can't, you go to secondhand kids clothes and they're like, we're not accepting anything because they have too much. It's like really upsetting. So yeah, making her stuff. I give stuff away a lot, but I... I would think that that's a really great, like a, a community of moms and dads who are just like, I have this, take it. Yeah. Like I have this use that you're only going to use it for this period of time. That that would be really a, a great way to sort of like cut down on the waste of things yes. and having a kind of circle. I wish that I had known more about that or like been more aware of it when I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um. But a part of me wanted to buy in to the lie because I like buying stuff. Yeah, same. I'm like such love a consumer. Owning. Love it. Oh, love, love owning. I'm like, where button. am I going to buy stuff now? Right. Yeah, with their <laughs> new hobby, which is going to be sailing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Here's the one. Que- that is a good one. The one question that I ask everybody, which I may have just answered for you, but like, I want to hear if you have another idea, like what something that you like, like a hobby ideal, like something that you want to get into maybe one day or maybe you just know that it's like, I know it's not for me, but I wish that sailing was for me or I wish that... I'm going to say tennis. I'm going to go back to what I projected earlier. I think tennis would be a great future hobby for me or sewing Mm -hmm. or taking photos. But you are not a photographer? I'm not a photographer. I mean, like in a trained way where I understand light and I could take photos right. on film and not like I'm very good at 
instant photos and very good at like phone photos, but like an, and my eye is pretty trained, but I don't have the like, I don't know the light thing. From your Instagram, I kind of, or maybe just like, part of me just always like, kind of thought that you were a lot of people think I'm a photographer which I take as a high compliment to just like my framing yeah but I'm not I'm not in the way that like I couldn't be like also a cinematographer because I'd be like oh, what's that right, <laughs> what right. Is all of it? I don't know what any of this is yeah like I knew that you weren't <laughs> for a living but that's so because I can I for some reason I'm like I bet she knows about it though but like in a way, but not really. Right. You know, like if someone puts a light meter in front of my face, I'm like, I have no idea what's happening. I literally have no idea. To you know when either. like a yeah. photographer can look up at the sky and they're like, oh, the sun's going to be there. Yeah. I'd love to be the person that's like, the yeah. sun's going to be here in five minutes. I or think you, you're going to be that person. You think I can do that? If you, well, I know you, you can do it. I know you can do it. If you want to do it bad enough, cool. you will. Okay. I'm going to work on it. tennis. Great. But like you already, like that's, I'm a little psychic. You I'm, are? Are you a little bit of a witch? Yeah, I mean, I I'm a lot a of, a witch. of a witch too. You are, but like psychically, like you feel it for me. Yeah. Okay. It'll be. It's gonna come up in like in your work, whether it's about photography or it's you doing the photography. Either way, there's an area where you're. That's coming up for you within the next like three to five. Okay. Maybe even like three months to five years. Like maybe okay. even shorter. But yeah, cool. it's there. Look it's, at that. It's gonna, Thank you for. And my you know reading. what. I hope you remember this because like I want I want you to hit me up when it does I will because it will I absolutely will okay and we have to take a, a picture of each okay, other okay cool okay bye everybody thank bye, you for thank listening thank you for having me want to talk to Leslie about your hobbies call our toll free hotline at 844-370-VOID that's 844 844- 370-V-O-I-D. Rate and review Filling the Void on Apple Podcasts. Filling the Void is an Erios original with editing by Tracy Levy and original score by Michael Cassidy. Erios. Powered by ACAST. 